Good afternoon, everyone. Peter Sherman with you. It is 148 on Global News Radio, and uh, we're going to talk in a moment to Michael Cotto. If you don't know the name, uh, you should, actually, because he's one of the contenders for the liberal leadership as the Liberal Party seeks to rebuild itself and uh, goes for a challenge in the next provincial election, which is about three years and a bit away. Maybe maybe not such a bit. I think it's three years away. And uh, he, he's uh, speaking out as one of five Liberals now sitting in the legislature saying that we've been away, we being the legislature uh, in Ontario, for too long. That the legislature is needed right now on an urgent basis. And Michael Cotto, former colleague uh, from across the aisle and, and general good guy, good to have you aboard. Well, it's nice to nice to be on your show, Peter. Well, look at I I've just quoted you um, briefly and said, look, you're asking for a return, a recall of the legislature by Premier Ford on an immediate basis because it's in the public interest. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate, not conservative, just devil's advocate, yeah. and say, you know, if you added all the days that you guys have have been sitting since the election of the Ford government together, they probably uh, would number the same uh, number of days that in an ordinary period of the same length, about a year, year and a half, you would have been sitting anyway. They just sat all through last summer. Well, I would say that um, if you take the June 6th date and you actually apply to the date of return, uh, 144-day uh, break, it's the, the longest gap or recess in the probably the last 25 years. In fact, we know over the last quarter of a century, it's the longest recess ever. Oh, I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm not so, arguing, Michael, but that you sat different. for 60 days in the summer. Well, we were under, uh, there was a bit of a crisis back then, and uh, the Premier actually used um, used uh, uh, legislation or the, the standing orders to bring back the legislature to get his business done when he wanted to lower the size of city council. All I'm saying is use that same uh, you know, standing order to bring the legislature back to have a conversation around some of the uh, the big cuts and challenges that we're seeing in Ontario today. When when the financial uh, accountability officer comes out with a statement saying that they're going to be there's going to be ten thousand less teachers in Ontario in the next five years, um, to me there's a crisis in education when we have you know our educational workers and other you know labor uh, just different organizations saying that you know they're going to uh, to challenge the government and there's a breakdown in talks we should bring back the legislature uh, to hold the government accountable and to uh, to be able to uh, to speak on the issue. Well, look at Michael. Realistically speaking, tomorrow is October the first, and so uh, three weeks from today, we go to the polls and we elect uh, either uh, we re-elect Trudeau or we uh, elect a new government in Ottawa, one way or the other. That the line is drawn there. I would imagine that uh, you will be sitting in the legislature within four weeks. Well, it's interesting that you say you're aligning that decision of going back or not going back with a federal election. The simple fact is that we're two different governments, and um, there's an obligation by uh, for the premier and the house leader to to bring back the legislature. When you were there under the tradition, we we usually came back in September. Yes, we you know did. that, and yep. I know that. Um, so either Doug Ford, our premier, is uh, is delaying the legislature because of Andrew Sharon because. Uh, he doesn't want any of his bad policies to be publicly criticized, 
Or uh, there's another reason. I just want to get to the bottom of this. Why hasn't the legislature returned? Why can't we speak on the issues? And why can't I do the job that I was elected to do? And that's to, you know, to hold the government accountable. And it's a very basic system we, we, we have here in Ontario that we have question period that we push forward through legislation. I want, I want to be given the opportunity to, uh, uh, to challenge the government and to hold it accountable. That's what the, the role of the opposition and independent members is supposed to be. Hey, you're talking to a guy who only ever served in opposition. I know what the role of the opposition is. Now, what would you be saying if you're in my situation? Well, the same thing, but I mean, you know, the, I'd be saying the same thing because all of this is to some degree posturing, and, I, and I'm going to tell you why I think that. You, you talk about the fact that uh, one should have nothing to do with the other when you when you uh, when I mention the legislature is closed down right. because there's an election on, and you and you talk about the fact that uh, Ford doesn't want to get in the way of Andrew Scheer and so forth. Look, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau is using every opportunity to slag Ford, and Ford, to his credit, has not been saying anything, nothing. Right. He's just stayed completely mum. Andrew Scheer hasn't referred to Doug Ford, and if you take a look at the numbers as of last week, Ford is now on an uptick. So I, without the legislature and all of that, those things are not because I want them to be so. They're fact. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, when I was first elected, I was a backbencher, and uh, you remember Dalton McGinty did... I remember Dalton McGinty. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, he prorogued Parliament back then, and, um, you know, I, uh, I spoke up. I was asked uh, by media how I felt about uh, going into prorogation, and... Um, I, uh, I disagreed with it. I thought that the legislature saves, serves a purpose, and it's to, uh, to hold governments accountable, and it's one of the few ways we have to ensure that independent members or opposition members uh, can actually challenge the government and bring accountability into, uh, into the, the legislature and uh, for the people of Ontario. So I said it back then, and I'll say it again today, uh, that we need to make sure that the legislature is open where we can actually have debate, where we could rise to the occasion as Parliament and, uh, and and challenge the government and to ensure that there's an accountability piece in play. And I think you would agree with that. And I think that uh, the Premier, uh, Doug Ford, is, uh, is uh, holding Parliament back for many reasons, especially during this time where we have a crisis in public education. We saw last week layoffs in children's aid societies. And to me, the children of Ontario are being compromised, and we need to ensure that we put in place an accountability process back in place where we can hold this government well, you know, there are people, and I might be one of them, who would say, Michael, come on now, nobody had uh, more of a rough ride with the teachers, and therefore through the teachers with the pupils, than the Liberal government, and we have yet to see what's going to eventuate with with the government of the day. So uh, that, that chapter hasn't been written yet, but let me give you the floor, because that's why I have you on. Yeah. Uh, you're back in, let's suppose you're back in the legislature tomorrow morning. The, yeah. the agenda is set by the government, House Leader, not by you in the, in the you're not even at this point with all due respect the opposition you're an opposition party with five members so you don't get questions but if you had questions tomorrow morning what would they be about so I would ask the Premier of Ontario, why has he decided to move in a direction uh, to spend more and actually provide the citizens of Ontario with less? Um, you know, uh, uh, Doug Ford is spending more than the previous government, and we're seeing all these cuts uh, take place uh, in education, uh, child welfare, 
children with complex special needs, autism, all these things happening. Why has he decided to, to move in that direction? And I would challenge the government, and you know that question period and, uh, and debate, introducing of, of legislation, you know, those are some of the functions that happen inside the legislature, but to stand even outside uh, the doors of the legislature and to, to talk to media is all part of this function of what the, the legislature brings. And that's how we ensure accountability, by asking the right questions, by bringing, bringing petitions forward on behalf of constituents, by moving uh, motions, by bringing forward bills. This is a part of, uh, of, of, of the legislative process that keeps the system honest and accountable. And without that, um, I don't believe that we'll, we'll be able to, uh, to do that. And, uh, uh, and I think that's where Ontarians would like to be, to have Doug Ford uh, you know, face the, the scrutiny of his, of his decisions and to be able to answer questions uh, to ensure accountability in government. Well, I suspect you're going to get your chance in October. Let me get, take the last minute. We've got only a, f- a few yeah. seconds left, and I, I want to ask how your leadership race is going. You know, we're, we're doing, an, it's an amazing team we've built across the province in all parts of Ontario, and uh, I'm running to make Ontario the best possible place to, uh, to raise a child, uh, you know, where kids feel the safest, get access to the best education, uh, where they can reach their potential, and, and where we can build an Ontario that's based on, uh, you know, their dreams and aspirations. I think that's where we need to go as Ontarians, and it connects back to everyone, regardless of your age. If we build a good Ontario for the next generation, it'll be a, a, an Ontario that's good for people today. And uh, I feel very positive. We're going to build an alternative to Doug Ford. I'm the exact opposite of who he is. And uh, we'll build, build an alternative, and three years from now, we'll go into uh, into the election, and uh, people will have to make a decision on what direction they want this province to go in. Michael Coto, we always got along. We still do. I wish yes. you well. You're a good man. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Take care. All right. Michael Coto is the uh, member for Don Valley East, and he is a Liberal MPP, one of five, and he is seeking to be the leader of the Liberal Party when they hold their convention.